Hello, Hello disasters. disasters. And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch. Mm. I'm Wombat. And I'm Naomi. And in this episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now y'all know I love me a bit of a celebrity. Um, I'm probably more in the the camp of like actually following what celebrities do and say yeah like on my instagram i don't i don't follow anyone like yeah. celebrity wise yeah because i i only follow people i know so that i don't get tons of random crap on my feed that's literally my feed it's just a lot of random shit um yeah i feel like there was a point in time where people would love to like hang on the thread of what celebrities did and said i feel like babes do we not remember the tabloids in the early noughties but i <laughs> that was that was people's like that's how they got their goss it's how it's how they spent their time yes i'm talking women's only i'm talking yes. like oh what was that oh i don't know there was loads of shitty mag the heat heat magazine yeah 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 all of that shit and then obviously like the gossip like forums and stuff and that was like i guess pre-social media era mm. and that was how people had this like invasive look at celebrities lives and i guess all you'd really see is what the paparazzi was able to get yeah um kind of get their grubby hands on and then as like once social media kind of really took off, I felt like celebrities just was putting that shit out there anyways, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, when you have your own online presence, uh, I'm just thinking primarily of the Kardashians because they've, in my opinion, in a, in a business sort of way, not that I'm an entrepreneur or anything like that, but business wise, I can see why having a large social following and things like that would help them you know mm -hmm. they had the tv show but obviously now that's done they have their own businesses like makeup clothing whatever it is but if you are constantly feeding the public and reminding them that you're there it's mm. gonna you know you're gonna get clicks on your page if you look good they're gonna be like oh what's going on here what they wearing what they doing is that a wig you know shit like that yeah, but I also feel like it kind of, it sort of gave way to, obviously, celebrities were starting to engage with social media more. Um, they were sharing more, like, kind of glimpses into their lives, or, or so we think. Obviously, a very yeah. curated version of what their lives look like. But Yeah, and if they're if they have like Twitter accounts, then they'll be posting opinions mm. and stuff on that or responding to people even. Yeah. And I feel like seeing them constantly on your on your phone, on your laptop, wherever, like wherever you look, they were there. You do start to build this sense of, oh, I I think I know them or I know a version of them that they're putting yeah. out there, right? But in yeah. in simpler in simpler times you would think, oh, I know them. Like, I know what they're doing right now mm. or what they say they're doing right now. I know who they're dating right now because they're, you know, publicizing that on their on their socials or 
I know what they think about certain things or I think it made people feel so much more connected and closer to celebrities because it gained them access that they never were able like it almost it feels more intimate in a way compared mm, to yeah. like an interview or compared to you know paparazzi shots because this is them putting that content out there themselves obviously with a grain of salt they've got social media teams but let's yeah. just say for argument's sake that's how it feels like you're meant to mm. feel like this is their authentic selves on on their social media channels right yeah again like when you really think about it and like pull the veil up you do realize that a lot of their presence or their image is very very carefully manufactured and crafted and it's taken you know somewhat years to like build that that brand right that personal brand which is yeah. what i always talk to my clients about um <laughs> and but because of those like <laughs> literally my note says yeah, parasocial relationships, but we ate that shit up. <laughs> and yes, we did. Because it was so, it just felt like easy access to these celebrities. Like, all you had to do yeah. to, to like find out what so and so is doing, like, they would be posting on their stories on Instagram or like in the days when I guess all the celebrities had Snapchat and shit, they were just posting shit on Snapchat or like now everyone's. I say now everyone's on TikTok, but really they're probably on Be Real or something like that. Mm. Which again is like, with Be Real, it's interesting because you only have like a certain amount of time that you can post stuff um, within. So yeah. again, that makes you feel like there's that real time connection with them. Mm -hmm. And I think because of that, celebrities, you know, felt like they can share more and more and it's now evolved into this thing where now they share too much. Sometimes <laughs> they're sharing. I, I just want to say, you do you know who the pioneer oh, of this is? Oh, who? It's Doja Cat. Oh. Because she, she, before she, you know, got famous and all of that, she was on the internet. She was in the the dregs of the basement of the internet she, she was in, in chat that, rooms in that general like in our generation of like when yeah. the internet was like popping off yeah and <laughs> saying yeah she was saying some really weird shit in these chat rooms potentially either incels or you know white nationalist kind of people but yeah just really weird shit and obviously now that she is famous she still has that same kind of persona where she's very much online she is always like she, she definitely has a yeah she definitely has a, pre a presence and you know she doesn't shy away from it she's mm. quite she goes on lives all the time and reacts to what people are saying and mm. like has conversations from that so she kind of Obviously, she's not the pioneer because people have been doing that since day. Yeah, but yeah. she threw herself into mm. it, and I think a lot of people loved that, especially yeah. our generation. We're like, yeah, give us more. Come it's on, queen. Like, it's kind of like she was doing it in a way to be like, I'm so self-aware and ironic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is like so on brand for like 
this generation's mm. humor like it's mm-hmm. oh look at us we're so like we're so depressing sometimes oh like <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um and people very much subscribe to that like type of humor i guess but i mean like we're already starting to see people being more open on their social media and like celebrities in particular. And then obviously influencers started really emerging and that kind of changed the game as well in terms of what it meant to be online. Like that is your job to just always be online and, Mm. and present. I think a lot of lines were blurred. Um, Yeah. Like, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, this happened a while back now. Did you hear about the Eight Passengers channel on YouTube? No, I don't think so. Um, Basically, it's like, uh, it was a family channel. And this woman who was part of the Mormon faith, uh, or Latter-day Saints faith, and she would document for everything of the kids and... It, it, some people were kind of worried because she would openly say stuff like if you keep, you know, telling her kids off and if you keep behaving this way, you're not going to eat food. You're not going to get dinner. Mm. Uh, oh, you forgot to do this thing. Oh, you forgot to put your homework away. Then you need to pay me so you can get it back or else I'm throwing it in the bin. Just oh, wow. weird, very weird shit. And basically she got done in for child neglect and abuse. Um, because one of the kids got, one of the younger kids got out, ran to a neighbor's asking for food and water. No, Sean. Yeah. So, and everything, I mean, obviously not everything because they edited it. They would edit themselves Mm. and put these videos out themselves. But a lot of it was still worrying enough where people were doing petitions to get CPS to go check out this place because... Oh, how many how, so eight so like five kids in the house Ugh. no six kids because two of them are the parents never mind okay <laughs> i can't do math but you get you get the idea especially with when it comes to family channels mm. i don't know i'm not gonna go into the ethics of it because whatever but these kids from a very young age have mm. a camera shoved in their face and the parents are making money off of it so if there's an emotional moment, mm. you're probably going to make more money off of that yeah. because that's what people want to see. So you're just going to keep doing it without, you know, thinking of the consequences or how this might have an impact on mm. these children. Yeah. Because it's benefiting I, you. Yeah. And I guess like on a like different side of this, but also relevant are like couple influences oh my god yeah cringe you know what i mean where they have built their entire empire or like their entire platform and following on the fact that they're together and (laughs) it's like this as well it's not realistic and it's not sustainable because your relationship is going to go through ups and downs and Mm. i think as well we're seeing that now with a lot of celebrity relationships is people who think that these celebrity relationships that are so perfect and then end up being toxic people are shook and it's like well it's not that it's i mean i'm sure they are toxic in ways and that's not to say that they're not but like 
also you're expecting this sense of like this glossiness about it because that's how it's being presented and that's just not yeah. reality like relationships yeah. are messy they can be like really ugly sometimes and you're not always going to be riding on the high do you know what i mean like that's yeah, just not yeah. that's not the vibe um i know these you- pictures that you post online are perfect to look at because they've been edited and photoshopped and all of these things so you look perfect but trust you're not acting perfect all the time you can't be on that on the editing stuff i saw the funniest post about like (laughs) on chloe kardashian's like recent instagram post for halloween and people were like (gasps) now who that everyone's like who that she dressed up as a brat's doll and everyone was like yeah and everyone was like that you just know that ain't just makeup you were trolling i think it's on her instagram it must be on her instagram wait she was a brat doll yeah i don't know this don't look yeah wait chloe oh yeah got who the fuck is that that's what that's what everyone's saying. They're like, who that? <laughs> Wait, which one is she? Is she in yellow or blue? I can't, I genuinely oh she's in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like, look what, like herself. Which one's who which? is that? Who oh my is God. that? I know. <gasps> she looks so different. What is going on? I'm sorry, who are you? Honey. I'm sorry, but this person looks light skin black to me that's not Chloe. oh loads of people are saying that she's black fishing oh that's awkward isn't it that's awkward oh is that that's kim yeah kim was dressed up as Cher from clueless yeah i saw that um but because it came up on my for you page but the one with chloe she's in pink she's like a pink brat doll oh god fuck if i know and she okay yeah she looks like kim i knew it was her but who the fuck is that person in yellow standing next to her <laughs> that does not look like sorry i had i did not know that that is really funny yeah man so what were people saying Wait, who is the other person in blue now i'm curious <laughs> i don't know i i was so confused which one she was who that who are these people who are they (laughs) i don't know they keep changing their face so why should i remember their names (laughs) it's like the face card keep changing how am i supposed to keep track um so funny but going back to celebrities being chronically online so i felt like even and we're gonna get to the pandemic because i think Mm, that was a mm. huge factor in all of this not yeah. to be that person that's like, remember the pandemic. Um, <laughs> but I saw this thing actually that was really funny of this comedian being like, you know, when you've got immigrant parents and you're like, your life is hard. And they're like, what what struggles have you been to uh, been through? I had to run away from war. I was in a communist state. Stop, like, what do stop. you do? And he's like, yeah, what am I going to tell my kids? The Uber didn't come on time and I was sad. <laughs> And he's like, but now I got the pandemic. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, we were struggling for years. We were struggling for toilet paper. Do you know what that's <laughs> like? Um, but with, yeah, before the pandemic even, I feel like we were starting to see that that shift in, the, you know, where 
celebrities were sharing more and more about their personal lives we were already getting this feeling of like mm, almost mm. like that and we've talked about this before on the podcast where people feel this sense of a real sense of entitlement into these celebrities lives and it's like it's this weird transactional kind of relationship yeah. where you feel like oh they're talking directly to me which i think that you know with the rise of streaming when that came about i think that played a big part as well yeah. because you're literally talking interacting with someone who's on camera and they're in real time responding to you yeah yeah and obviously that it could be positive it could be negative trolls you know wanting to get you know a reaction or whatever it is but either way you're going to get a reaction or you could start some kind of conversation mm. you could you as the audience could lead it almost yeah or have a have a hand in it i'm just thinking about Nicki minaj's lives they're always so funny because <laughs> she reacts to the wackest comments but you never see the comments she'll be like she'll be like do you look like a lesbian? Yeah, yeah. I've okay, seen that you're one. blocking. You're getting blocked. And then people are like, <laughs> where was the comment? And does anyone see this comment that she's reading out? <laughs> but yeah, because everything's so instantaneous with social media as yeah. well, it just felt a bit more like, I don't know, like a bit more precious in the sense of what you were saying, like everything feels like it's in real time. Yeah. Um, and I think that definitely plays a big part to it. And then obviously, fast forward to the pandemic, where you are literally getting a view into somebody's own space, like yeah. with their Zoom backgrounds, like suddenly you are having to like actually expose yourselves in the it like, because people's backgrounds tell you something about, like gives you like a oh, little- yeah like a little bit of an insight into who they are, right? And how and much money they have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always those beautifully, you know, crafted bookshelves with so many books that I know they've never read. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, you with celebrities having to do Zooms and stuff. And also we just had so much more time during the pandemic. Yeah. And it meant that, you know, all we had was to look at our phones and we were suddenly being able to see what was happening in different parts of the world and like actually engage with that and yeah. take that on because I felt like previously, like we just, not that we didn't give a shit, but it just wasn't, it didn't feel as much of a, like, I felt like the pandemic almost mobilized people in a way. Like people felt connected to something through social media. Yeah. Like especially with like, and we're seeing, I saw a lot about like social activism and how social media really elevated a lot of movements. I mean, mm. Black Lives Matter, for instance, is a good yeah, example yeah. of that. It it's was, a good tool. Yeah. And it was like, it's a obviously a universal issue but at the america was the epicenter of it where everything was happening and yet it became a like global scale you know where people were just rallying against and and speaking up 
on because of social media because people were able to share things people were able to capture stuff happening in real time put that online and then other people will be able to see it and have mm. that kind of you know access to it in a way that that we've never been able to have before yeah and I think it made it feel so much more real because like seeing it on news is one thing but then seeing like someone actually recording someone being brutalized by the police yeah is another thing right and then so many people seeing that over and over and over again and you're all having this similar experience it's gonna bring certain people together for sure yeah and I feel like (laughs) as all of that was happening I I genuinely feel like the pandemic is a reason why people just feel the need to overshare and share so much (laughs) like I'm not gonna lie like I have to catch myself when I'm doing it, but I'm like, there are points where I have to be like, no, I don't want other people seeing this forever. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry, this is coming from the person who has worked in PR. You have said this on the podcast before, like you gotta be careful what you put online. Yeah, no, but I mean there like, forever. I'm talking about like cringe shit. Like even, I have a bit more hindsight when I see people posting stuff online, like even like, thirsting publicly online i'm like yeah do do you know what i mean like i'm kind of like like that's all very well and good karen but you just (laughs) you know you never know like when that's gonna crop up in life again and well i think now we're at a point where it's gotten to the extent (laughs) where everyone has a smartphone and everyone is recording yeah yeah and yeah yeah and i think that's a very big maybe not a big anxiety but it's a worry that's always in the back of your head if if you have a bad day and Mm. you react badly Mm. outwardly Mm. Mm. that could be that could go viral if someone records you and you will forever be seen as this person. Like the yeah. woman who had the freak out on the plane. Yeah. That was her worst day, probably to date. And yeah. it went viral. And now she will forever be like memorialized yeah. as that person. Yeah. It's really scary. I think that's such a good point. Like that thing of it's it's so instantaneous. And like yeah. in the snap of a finger everything change like your life can change overnight because of some mm. something that's happened online because people are always sharing stuff and it's like even there was that thing about and how it then plays into reality like real life consequences oh babes it's getting worse because this, of ai it's it started off as a good thing you know being able to share this stuff instantly because it meant that oh we can now we can see when someone is actually doing wrong and like they are being well not always but for the most part more so than before they were having to answer to their you know answer for their actions right and Mm. like remember i don't know if you remember this but there was these two girls who were who were being recorded like there was a girl taking a TikTok video at a game or something. Oh, at a baseball then, game. Yeah. And then there were two and they were girls being behind mean. her. Yeah. 
And then that went viral. And then it was like, these two girls lost their scholarship. That's crazy. And it's honestly like, this is something like, not, not in defense of these girls, but like people be dicks all the fucking time. And like, these are extreme kind of consequences in the, in the split of a, in a split of a second. And it's Mm. like, it's different if they were like harassing her or if they're like, I don't know, like, I don't, I can't remember the full length of the full extent of the video, but I remember they're in the background just basically being a bit bitchy. Laughing at her and me you know kind of whispering to each other just basically being bitchy girls but, but also, they weren't was... yeah like you said they weren't harassing her they weren't like you know grabbing her hair or you know touching but also, her or I'm anything not gonna like that lie. if I saw someone taking a tiktok lie like in I would the shut street, the fuck up I would just be like I'm, I'm not gonna lie though funny enough I was taking a tiktok video in the graveyard and there was somebody <laughs> that was there and it was just that casual thing where they were walking I was like all right oh. <laughs> how's how's he how's awkward he uh yeah anyway see ya bye <laughs> um but is that thing it's like obviously to them that's not that like it looks funny like that is funny yeah when you see someone going like like in front of a camera in a public place you are gonna stop and stare and like yeah you saying something with your mate like if you're if you're sat there on your high horse saying that you've never ever seen somebody or seen something and gone over to like whisper to your mate being like what the fuck this person looks like a right like idiot or something you're lying (laughs) to yourself because that's just not like in reality, People get surprised. But like, everyone's done that to some extent. Obviously, some people might be more severe where they're like, if you're actually heckling someone, then yeah, yeah you're yeah. being a dick. But if I'm having a conversation with my mate and you happen to catch that on camera and then my entire life changes, it's like slightly different. It's kind of like, also, we don't know the context of everything. So I'm kind of like, Mm. I feel like it's very black and white and it's actually a lot more nuanced. And also people, I feel like something that social media has done, which I've realized, I feel like as I've grown older, I've had to like really take a step back and be like, this is completely veering off topic, by the way. Um, (laughs) I kind of feel like there's this sense of righteousness like self-righteousness where people think they are infallible and that's just not Mm. reality. Girl, you just need to go to the comment section of someone saying an opinion and you will see the the two extremes of uh, the opposing argument. It's never dead in the middle. You know, you'll get the few people that also guys it's not that deep calm down blah yeah, blah but yeah. then most of the comments are the ones that are really polarizing yeah yeah and it's like it's you just don't have you don't need to say something just because you can doesn't mean you should do you know what i mean <laughs> and that's what like some of these celebrities didn't realize during the pandemic they had all this spare time you know they were bored like the rest of us they were bored like the rest of us okay cool fine like everyone got a bit creative during the pandemic 
we bl- bloody well done started a podcast. So, exactly. Like, there's all of that. Um, we were one of many people who decided, hey, podcast? People <laughs> want to hear what we have to say. Totally. Um, and now's the perfect time. And I feel like loads of people were like that. But then, um, and Khadijah Embo does a really good video on this, like breaks down the entire timeline and we'll link it in in the description because it's definitely worth watching and she explains this in a far more succinct way but um <laughs> you know the the uh gal Gadot, imagine all the oh, people again yeah. and everyone joined in everyone joined in and everyone was trolling and everyone was like what is this what I is know. this but equally i'm like but do you not realize that we've, we've in a way, as a society, we've kind of <laughs> let this happen or we've kind of... We push for it. We push for it because what's then, what has happened since is people feeling the need. Well, number one, they share far too much. Um, sometimes things just are better off not said. Like Jada Pinkett Smith, Girl needs to stop emasculating Will Smith. Just stop talking, bruv. We get <laughs> what it. What is she doing? We get it. Like, at this point, are y'all even together? Like, what is this? No, that's not the question. That's not... You don't want to know because you just want her to shut the fuck up. <laughs> just stop speaking. This poor man, everyone online is just going, what is Will doing? He has stood by this woman and she just keeps dragging him through the mud. And it's really sad because he's come out, you know, years and years ago being like, yeah, my dad was abusive. I watched him be a type of way to my mum. I didn't want to be that kind of man. So now he's just turned into a doormat. Mm. And it's, no, but it's just damn, like, it's sad. It's just, this is what I mean. You're putting everything there. You're saying too much now. Nobody yeah. asks these questions. Nobody. It's almost like someone's like, how was your date? Do you want to hear how much I hate my husband? <laughs> like, <laughs> nobody asks. But th- this is what I mean. Shit like this, even our reaction, we love to hear shit like this, which is why uh, Jada's sharing all this shit because she's coming out with a book and it's going to sell because people oh, are talking about her. Facts. It's the same thing. Like People want to know. They want to know the tea. They want to know it's that why, inside. It's why us. people were were reading uh, and sharing uh, snippets of what what's the prince's name? Is it Harry? Oh, Harry! His yeah, book. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, because they wanted to know. They're like, okay, I don't give a shit about how you met Meghan. Did <laughs> the Queen kill Diana? <laughs> yeah, but people were sharing these snippets of online of the audio book because he reads it. And he's taught, there's a snippet, I don't know if you remember, about his mum's chapstick. Yeah. And it's so weird, but stuff like that, that's what people, people thrive off of shit like that. That's what I mean. We made this monster. We did it. And now we're like, why is it happening? We did it. We asked for this. (laughs) In the same way of like, so when, so, you know, celebrities started to use their platform more, and more mm. and more we were seeing celebrities start to speak on political issues and 
there was this, I guess, at first, there was a lot of backlash from people <clears throat> on, especially coming from um, more conservative right wing, um, like sides of the arguments or like the internet because a lot of the stuff that people were speaking on was quite generally like quite liberal right mm. and so the backlash was like well should celebrities be political like should they be speaking on politics that's why and said and that became like a conversation and then it was very much it started to move towards well they're celebrities they should be using how are they using their platform and are they using it to kind of spotlight or um speak on very current issues that they could actually bring more awareness to mm. I mean, let's take, for example, Emma Watson. Mm. She's been doing God's work with uh, all these organizations, helping women, you know, putting all that stuff in the forefront. I'm mm. I'm all down for that. I'm yeah. 100%. But I also don't see her just... I don't know how to explain it. She's not only doing that... She is actually very educated. She knows what she's talking about. She goes yeah, to like these she talks. Not just, she just not. She not just um, reposting some like yeah those like images on on like Instagram and calls it a day. Yeah, yeah. Do, she's do you know what I mean? Adding but, like, value. But this is the thing as well. So this is why I've become more and more like disengaged with it because I think it's almost become this expectation now on celebrities but also i think more widely but i feel like there is this pressure mm. on people more broadly as well um yeah you have to like, have an opinion on everything yeah and also not just an opinion you have to have the right opinion because if you don't have the right opinion or what is seen as like essentially the mainstream opinion mm. what is now considered the mainstream opinion then you're wrong like and yeah. i think like it's really really hard as well to speak about it or like talk about navigate it because again you don't want people to misinterpret or misconstrue what you're saying or like take things out of context because that can very much happen mm. but like also to add to that if you're not a debate lord you don't want to you're not a debater that's not your job you just have an opinion because of the things that you've researched or whatever it is yeah. you've come to a conclusion yourself mm. just because you share an opinion with your friend fine you can have a discussion about it as soon as you go online you have the wrath and knowledge of the internet mm. and that doesn't there are going to be things that either a you didn't know about yeah because obviously, again, it's not your job. You're not a researcher. Yeah, You're not going to have yeah. the historic recollection of every single thing that's but happened. But that, so yeah. it just becomes this, oh, it it turns into this weird debate lordy situation where it's, I'm right, you're wrong because you don't know how to defend yourself correctly or yeah. efficiently. Yeah. And I feel like also it's, it's a lot easier to 
I don't want to say like hide behind a keyboard, but like it's easier to kind of put those points out there once you've got the time to collect what you need to say and like type it out, mm. you know, have it, have it, you know, go, gone, you know, have it run through Grammarly to make sure it's okay and then <laughs> like post it. But I think what I found is like with the celebrities speaking on certain issues, what, what happened was because we... S- we saw that they're being, you know, they're starting to speak more openly or share their thoughts and opinions on stuff. Suddenly, what happened is, if you don't speak on something, that says more than... Yes, yeah. So we got that. We got like a taste of that with Black Lives Matter when that was happening, Mm. when BLM was happening. And again, because the internet, because social media moves so instantaneously, what was right? a day ago is not right now. Do you know Mm, what I mean? mm. So like, imagine people are getting shit for not posting a black square on their social media. And then- And then it was like, (laughs) if you posted a black square, oh, you're such an idiot. Like, why would you do that? (laughs) It's such a meme now. Now everyone's posting a black square because you said to do it. Like people felt this need to share it because if they didn't share it, then they would be seen as not publicly supporting something. Mm. but then again it's like but who knows you could be and this is where the issue came like then it it just becomes performative because are you just siding with something or speaking out about something or sharing a post because you actually believe and understand it or are you just doing it to like save face because you don't want people to think otherwise and if you're also a person who's making money online or a celebrity for example Mm. That mainstream opinion matters because that's what's bringing you the money. Facts. But then this is the thing as well. What I find really interesting is obviously we were saying like people are expecting people to speak on things, celebrities to speak on things. But then Mm. it's with the caveat of, but you need to agree with me. And if you don't, Mm. then I think people don't leave room for like, celebrities are not going to say the right thing always or like they're not going to agree with you i'm sorry but you're not going to agree with them 100 percent of yeah. the time and i think you have to make peace with that obviously there are some things where yes if they do something you are in your very right rightfully so to be like oh okay there are bad person i.e if they're a a noncy nonce a noncy mcnonce nonce but um i think khadija said this in her video which i thought was so so true is we all have our own moral compass of like what yeah. we will tel- tolerate and what we won't tolerate from people yeah 100 percent. and if you go by that then you can't hold these people to a standard that you yourself don't even like fully have a grasp on do you know what I mean like Mm. I think that's why I'm like as I've grown older I've started to be a bit more like I just don't have the energy to be like you know before like I used to have a bank of receipts on celebrities I didn't like (laughs) (laughs) you 
messaged me how long ago about Bradley Cooper. Oh no, receipts. I'll stand by that. I'll stand by it because it gives me, I finally, finally got something. Vindication. Finally got something. Because um, everyone used to give me shit being like, why? He seems like such a good dude. I was like, no, I'm telling you, something's off about him. There's something off. Something ain't right. And then he went and did something not right. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? There we go. In all his years alive, now is the time <laughs> I am vindicated. Now is the time. It hinges on this. <laughs> it hinges on this one moment. But um, but do but, you know, what I mean? like, yeah, no, I. But I also think that I mean, come on, you're you're going back to a time. You're talking about a time where it was before jobs. We were at school. You, I remember, you used to go out of school and like go to the premieres and wait there for hours just I to see these people. Whereas now, I did that. would you do that? Like genuinely, if you were to meet someone or if you had the chance to potentially meet someone, not even guaranteed because it's not guaranteed. Would you go out and like stay there all night? No, and wait the only time to get a I chance? would do that is if I was going to a convention. I'd do it for a convention, like where you have to you do the paid meet and greets, or if they're in a play, and then I know I'll yeah, be able yeah. to catch them afterwards. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't think. But you I've know got... what you're getting yourself into in that situation, whereas before you used to go to these premieres with no guarantee of anything oh yeah, yeah mate i don't know how i had that stamina like <laughs> you're a kid <laughs> i had nothing else to do you know like, exactly whereas now our mind is taken up by much more important things um and yeah i get it's funny <laughs> just raging on celebrities and being oh, yeah. like wow what a shit uh, opinion or what a shitty thing to do or say but at the end of the day if you were constantly hounded by cameras oh good lord the slip-ups but this constant. is the thing that's not to say i'm never gonna have this opinion of someone ever again like Mm-mm. trust i probably will do you know what i mean i'll probably be like nah that person's cancellation i don't like them <laughs> <laughs> but like but also i'm i think i'm I look at it more as like a nuanced point of view. I, I feel yeah. like there are people who make it their entire personality. And I, that's not to say that I never did that because I know I certainly did. But I think what happened was because we were expecting celebrities and sometimes demanded celebrities to talk on something. Otherwise we felt like they weren't, they don't support something, right? Or they're not being a role model. Yeah, they're not using their platform effectively. But then what happens is, for example, Me Too, for example, Time's Up, which I think was when I really started to like, that's when I started to feel more and more disengaged from like celebrities speaking on stuff. Like I'm not going to get gassed Mm. if a celebrity speaks on an issue anymore because... I'm always going to have in the back of my mind, like they could be a James Franco or it doesn't matter how many years you have put into ending child trafficking. You're still going to support your mate who is a nonce. Yeah. And a sexual predator. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you, Mr. Kutcher, Mr. and Mrs. (laughs) Kutcher. Oh, I can't, but that was so cringe, man. It was. And also, but the thing is, I was kind of like, 
but why you like i get i get in that example why people were a bit like oh because he is he has publicly campaigned and spoken at supreme court like he has done a lot of work for this Mm. but equally it's like okay but Oh, I saw, it was lit. I think again, I just keep referring to this Khadija video because it's front of my mind. But she made such a funny point about like, you know, like when Rihanna was literally like, <laughs> show up, and everyone was just resharing that. Like, I'm probably sure I did too because I thought that was a boss ass speech, but also equally said nothing. Like, <laughs> equally did. She also mentioned how. Um, do you guys remember when Beyonce uh created feminism? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember? <laughs> that whole time. Oh, yeah, so no. Funny. Like, when Rihanna ended, like, discrimination. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, they're speaking on stuff. Or how every single speech at every single award show, the year when Harvey Weinstein got caught, was about, like, we believe in women and we believe in the survivors. And I'm like, how many of you signed the letter to let Roman Polanski go free? And literally everyone in that fucking room. So it's it's okay. It's okay when the person be caught suddenly now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit shady, isn't it? But it's like your name is there. Your name is right there. And then people are like backtracking because they know it's not gonna, it's not gonna benefit them to have that association with that person. It's probably mm. gonna damage them even more. But like Times yeah. Up was very. That's when I really was like, oh my god, you guys on the internet need to fucking calm down. Like <laughs> people wearing black or not wearing oh, black god, yeah. on the Golden Globes red carpet it was so big. It was. I remember people were harassing actors and actresses who weren't wearing black. Mind you, they do not pick their outfits. They have stylists. Also, you're going after actors that are like not as... A lot of the actors that didn't have like uh, all black outfits were... I would say more like C-list, B-list actors, right? Mm. People who aren't as well-known, people who aren't Natalie Portman, people who aren't like fucking, um, oh God, I don't even remember, Scarlett Johansson, whatever. Um, So they probably, if I'm being honest with you, my guy, that outfit was probably on rent. Like, (laughs) like. Awkward. No, it's true though, yeah. But you're you're going after people who, like, you... The, what are you gaining from what this? What are you gaining from this? Only for it to come out that James Franco, one of the biggest... what Who... I can't remember who it was that said it. Someone really big and they have blonde hair. Anyways, they were like, how dare you? I gave you my time's up pin and then you turn around oh yeah i remember that and i'm just like i can't remember who it was but anyways everyone was sucking on james franco's dick because he was like yeah you know yeah women uh only for him to be a fucking predator as well so so you speaking on something doesn't necessarily mean that you believe it my guy well, not only that, it becomes a bit more complicated as well when 
these people don't see themselves as bad people they are doing what is quote-unquote right um but they don't see their own actions as in line with yeah it's not that what is being accused i'm not half weinstein exactly there's there's like you said there are different people have different levels or different tolerances to what they will and will not tolerate and morality all of that so it's again one of those things um i know (laughs) this is going to be like an extreme one we've talked about it before but when john wayne gacy literally (laughs) said i am not i'm i'm not that I'm not that mentally fucked up because look at Jeffrey Dahmer. He eats people. I'm not, he's, he's crazy. Me he's and him, actually crazy. Me and him. We're we, not the same. He ain't on the same level. Even though he did every, he did basically the same thing minus cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> and man was delusional. How? Man didn't even regret it. No. Like. This is, this is what I mean. You can sit there and go, oh yeah, I did this shit, but I'm not like that person. They're way worse than me. Mm-mm-mm. Because you, you just don't see it as the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes complex because these people, these celebrities, whoever, they are fully, they're fully into it. They're fully like, I will stand up for this thing. I fully believe in this thing. But they won't see their own actions as as that severe or on the same level Mm, yeah 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 Yeah, i know that's true i just feel like it's so but this is the like issue of like (laughs) expecting people to speak on things and like demanding it because Mm. how do you like them just posting something is not like genuine support like what is that doing really in the grand scheme of things what is them dedicating a minute of their speech um doing really like I, I that's not to say that people shouldn't speak on stuff or pe- people shouldn't use their platform there are people who use their platform really well like mm. i mean again you can do what you want you can do again like you it's your platform whatever the fuck you want like who gives a shit at the end of the day <sighs> it's a it's an interest i i feel like it is shifting though, because now I feel like we're not, obviously we're not the only ones that feels this way. I think loads of people are just really feeling that kind of fatigue. Well, I think it's come with a lot of, you know, there's an influence on every corner. Everyone's trying to sell you something. Mm. The world isn't exactly in a great place a lot of people are struggling more people are struggling than ever before yeah and it just feel this sort of superficial stuff feels exactly that it feels superficial yeah Um, so i think a lot of people are now disengaging with what was you know you had to be the biggest voice you had to do the most to get noticed now people are just like people who are getting getting on they have jobs they got other priorities they're kind of like uh unless you really care about that sort of stuff you're not you're not gonna want to see it and that's just the reality we're we're moving we're slowly moving past it because i don't think people have the time yeah yeah nor the energy yeah i just don't have that emotion like emotional resilience um for not for myself not for someone else i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i just don't 
I was like, please, I'm tired. I don't want to look at people blowing up. I just want to look at videos of funny animations. Honestly, yeah, vibes. I'm like, remember Charlie and the Unicorn? Yeah, I want to go back to that time. That I want to go that place. era of the internet. <laughs> like, where everything was really fucking unregulated and but really weird <laughs> as well. People were just like, I don't even know what the fuck they were on. But it was where the funny. worst thing you could see online was two girls one cup but still go away laughing (laughs) about it (laughs) i'm not gonna lie though that video you sent me about that guy showing his literal (laughs) asshole was giving that brand of uh youtube (laughs) but you know me you know my type of humor is like the early 2000s films like those comedy films that absolutely suck ass but they're so stupid that I find them funny. <laughs> no, but I think it's more just like there's so much going on and it is just unrealistic to be able and you shouldn't feel like you need to speak on everything or like have an opinion on everything because in real like realistically there are going to be things that you genuinely don't have an opinion about and that's not a bad thing. Like mm. you might later come to conclusions about stuff yeah. or later formulate opinions on stuff. Like if you choose to like, if you want to engage in something and learn more about something, but sometimes it's okay to just be like, nah, I'm good. I'm I'm good. Yeah. You're just, most of the time, we're just worker bees. We're not the ones in the top line making executive decisions. So unless it's going to have an effect on, I guess, your business, your capital, whatever, Mm. then why would it be such a thing? Like, why would you have to post about it or like put that out there when you know you're not educated in that area? And again, like you said, you don't have to have an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a tough thing to like, digest and i feel like i'm Mm. constantly like flipping between the two where i'm like i want to be more vocal but i'm also don't know stuff and then it's like (laughs) Um, people are constantly evolving i think you're allowed to do you're allowed to do either of those you're allowed to just exist and you're also allowed to be more vocal if you want to yeah um just depends where you are where you're at in life i guess and how you feel at the time on that note uh that was another depressing episode of really bitch to be honest we had like two light ones yeah yeah we had two fun ones you know we had to change it up you know we gotta bring it down um (laughs) it wouldn't be us if we didn't get a bit existential um but yeah, join us in our next episode to listen to what has us saying. Really, bitch. Bye. Really, bitch. Bitch. The whole Even I can hear that.
it should take so long to go down the stairs. Oh, it's receding. Yeah, she's going. She's <coughs> she going down. She's going down. Ha <laughs> <laughs>